If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Welcome back to the program, a great sponsor for years, it's Rugged Maniac. They are the perfect introduction race for newbies. Got a friend or kids, ages 12 and up, you want to introduce to OCR? Rugged Maniac checks all the boxes and is accessible to all athletic abilities. There's a new referral program. Once you sign up for Rugged Maniac, and by the way, they still have some of the lowest early bird prices, you will receive your own personal referral link. If you sign up five friends with your personal link, you'll be completely refunded your entry fee. A lot of races have a refer your friends discount, but this is the first one I know of that actually gives you your money back. Also this year, Rugged Maniac has upgraded to tech tees. We all love tech finisher tees. Rugged Maniac is going to give you one of those. There's also some new obstacles being announced. I'm hoping to be one of the first to bring those to you. I do Rugged Maniac almost every year. Super fun. Love it, love it, love it. It's one of those races that if you're experienced, you can race elite in the morning and then do a funzy lap in the afternoon. A very, very good time. Check out RuggedManiac.com. Yeah! Get up! Welcome to the Obstacle Racing Media Podcast with Matt B. Davis. With over 300 episodes since 2012, Matt has produced the most consistent podcast in OCR. Each episode, Matt speaks with race directors, athletes, and industry insiders to bring you the most in-depth interviews and conversations in the world of obstacle racing, adventure runs, and ultra marathons. If you have small children nearby, now is the time to put on some headphones or send them off to watch Phineas and Ferb, as there are occasionally four-letter words. Which are not bleeps. Now. Here is your host. Now here is your goddamn host. Now here's your host, fucking Matt B. Davis. Good day, everyone. Welcome back to the Obstacle Racing Media Pooka Podcast. I'm your host, Matt B. Davis. If you're listening to this, it's Wednesday, September the 25th. Or if you're listening to this Thursday, any day you're listening to this, it's fine. It's I'm recording now. I'm telling you that it's now Wednesday, and I'm getting on a plane in the morning to head to Tahoe for the biggest event of the year. We will see all the elites. We will see each other. It's going to be a great week. I'm going out early because typically I go out on Friday, and then you land, and the fucking races are the next day. So I've learned my lesson going out Thursday. Now, normally that means I could come home. Sometimes Sunday, but the championship is this weekend. So I'm there all day Sunday, flying out Monday morning. So if you're hanging out on Saturday, on Sunday after the races, and you're like, are you still around, Matt? I probably will be. Let us start with an iTunes review. It's a new one. Just sent the other day. And it says Obstacle Discourse, a fun, lighthearted podcast that talks about obstacle racing and other topics. I always seem to laugh about something that's said each week. Thank you so much. That was left by G.H. Brand. Thank you so much for the review. Josh and I appreciate it. We work hard. We work hard to bring you those every week. We both make notes throughout the week. Like if I think of something, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to talk about that in the show. And I put it in the phone so I remember. You too can leave a review or get this. You could join the Patreon. What is Patreon? Well, it's a way for you to support content creators like myself 
and get a bunch of cool stuff in the process. Click on our show notes. You'll see the Patreon link or just go to patreon.com slash media and you will get access to our secret Facebook group where we do all kinds of fun stuff. You will be the first to see new merch. You will get some other content that not everybody always gets. Early versions of podcasts sometimes. And I really appreciate it. As I've said many times, my kids eat a lot of cereal and uh, I need the help. So be awesome if you could help me out. Today's program is me and Jack. Jack Bauer, as you will learn, we had two conversations. We wanted to get the men's and women's preview in, and then we ran out of time yesterday, so we had a call last night, which I never do, because, you know, get the kids finally down and quiet about 8.39, and then the wife and I watch a little TV, and then we go to bed. So I'm talking to Jack at normally getting ready to go to bedtime, and as the call ends, you'll see my brain fucking fade out. But... Jack has this great, great thing. It's linked in the show as well. Just touch the little button and vote top men, top women. And uh, then you get bragging rights like I did last time because I beat him and I beat uh, Ian Hosick. So you can pick the top 10, not just top five. That'd be way too easy. Top 10 in Tahoe. So do that. Pick that. Enjoy Jack and I. And listen, all seriousness, thank you guys so, so much for supporting me. Please, please come up to me in Tahoe. Take a picture. Take a selfie. Uh, say hi, or just, hey, Matt, Matt Davis. I love that too. Or uh, walk up to me and say hi, and we'll chat. And uh, I really look forward to uh, seeing a bunch of you out there because it's uh, it's great. WTM, OCRWC, uh, Tahoe, these are like, I mean, I see people obviously at every OCR, but these are the big ones where we get to see everybody, and I'm looking forward to hanging with you guys out there. Okay, Jack and I, away we go. Well, I want to dive in by talking about your... um the red herrings you have on your contest. You got you got Hunter in there. You got Cody in there. You got Hobie in there. Are you just trying to fuck people up? I'm just trying to see who's paying attention. Like, So, okay, so it is it is definitely on purpose. It, I put Susanna in there. She's having a baby in the next month. Like, if you... <laughs> I know she's good. I'm willing to bet she's not going to get top 10 at the World Championship. She, she won't be there, I'm assuming, also. Cause uh, no, okay, so it wasn't... Just making sure it was intentional. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I put a couple of, like Alyssa Holly. She's injured. She's not racing, but I put her just just to see if you've been paying attention through the course of the season. She is right. registered for the Ultra Beast, apparently, though. Oh, really? Wow, that's pretty crazy. But um, I think if you're if you're dealing with an injury, going twice as far is pretty intense. But yeah. well, I'm I'm pointing out that you can never trust the here's who's registered for this race because Spartan just populates it. Yeah, it's like Ryan Atkins will be at 10 different races on the same weekend, even though you know he's only going to be at the you know U.S. Series type races. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw, but I just put out some information. You haven't seen it, actually, I bet, because you just woke up. So I should yeah, send you. I, for, go ahead. Uh, I, sh- I should send you the, the link because I just, just, I literally, that's what I was working on before we got on this call. It's really quick notes. It's nothing mm-hmm. too earth shattering, but let me actually send it to you. Um, so you can quickly, is it the Tahoe course for first look? Yes. Okay. Uh, I've got it pulled up. Okay. So when you're oh, quickly, that, looks, that doesn't look anything like last year's at all or 2017. All right. Well, so you want to just quickly read, you want to just quickly go over it? Yeah, go for it. You, you're more familiar with it. So I'll, <laughs> okay. Comment. So, so the first thing we talked about was of course, people freaking out about the swims and, um, Steve Hammond said, um, you know, you got to prepare for both days. If we pull you off because you're hypothermic or whatever, it's not because we didn't tell you to be prepared. So absolutely prepare 
for swims, dunk walls, both days. They have a ratio they work with that I don't quite understand that maybe I'll get Mike or someone from the medical team oh, to explain. I, I actually know it. It's if the total temperature of the air plus the water is 80 degrees or lower or below 80 degrees, they're not allowed to let you in the water. That's some just basic math formula. And I saw a video yesterday that Steve posted and it was uh, 52 degrees for the water. So all you have to do is have it 28 degrees. And I think the lows like 25, 26 that whole weekend. Um, and you're going to have the, the swim. So I, I'm willing to bet it's probably going to be in the low 80s for that total formula. So I bet the swim will be on. But it's wind chill. It's not just temperature. It's wind chill. Oh, it takes into account wind chill. Oh, okay. Because that's then. right. See, exactly. So it's very complicated. Um, but the final decisions decisions on those will be made on race day, and then obviously as the day goes on, sometimes they change things, right, in, for mm-hmm. open waves, um, between Mike Morris, Tyler Gobin, and the medical team. Now, here's a question I asked, which I think is should, be, should play in. Curious to your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Should that ratio change open wave versus elite wave? Oh, look, th- th- what makes the course – you know, a, a big game changer in this. Everyone's like, oh, it's all about who's a good mountain runner. This changes things. Cody Moat really struggled a few years ago. Like he was in the lead and then he just really struggled after the swim. It, it's one of the rare times there's actually a game changer in a course. And this is the world championship. I know that everyone has that huge debate about it being like, should it be a representative course to the rest of the year? It's not. It's at elevation. It's a 13 plus mile race. Like this isn't a typical course. But every single person signed up to the race, it, what if it was 70 degrees? They know the swim's going to be there. It's going to be cold. It's not like the water is going to heat up 20 degrees overnight anyway. Like, you should expect to swim. If, and if this is the world championship, don't give them a free pass. What I'm saying is that the, the people usually get cold are people who aren't moving very fast. Even, I, though, even though we've seen Jun Young Pak and other people who don't have a lot of body fat really suffer as well – should that sh- knowing that they're at least moving faster, they're not going to be exposed to the wind at the top of the mountain as long. Should you change that ratio? One word answer. Yes. Okay. Oh, Jack says I, yes. I, I think that no matter what, you should have this one in there. If, if you're in the elite heat, because okay. you're going faster. So I, I, I'm, I'm okay. I believe that part. What I'm saying is there's math they're doing. Should mm-hmm. they use two different variables should X be a different number for the elite wave versus the open wave? That's what I'm asking. Yes. Yes. I think so. I know that there's re- reasonably, you know, some, some medical research and stuff on this. I want it, you know, becomes a really dangerous situation, but yeah, just deal with it. That's kind of how I see it. It's going to suck. You're held to a better standard with all the different obstacles and your burpee form and everything. You got to deal with the water also. Okay. Course is currently 13.7, including carries. But they may add some carries. He couldn't tell me exactly. Like the carries might get longer. Currently 36 obstacles. There'll be a second sandbag carry for the elites on Sunday. So look forward to that. Any note of a double sandbag? Uh, he wouldn't answer. Um, I hope so. Um, he wouldn't answer. He said okay. leaving it open. Uh, there are two major climbs and 3,800 feet of overall gain. He said it's the exact same as last year. Basically... Without saying it, he basically said, like, it's not quite the course in reverse, but I think it's going to be a version of a version of the last two years, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at the course profile map and this profile. Uh, like, 
they're that prof- that, that, prof- that map that's from last year. That's not from oh, this year. Oh, okay, got it. But um, he said big lump, little lump, and if you did the race last year, you know what big lump, little lump means. So maybe it'll be little lump first. Interesting. He okay. did. He did say descending is going to be massive. He said you'll be able to catch up minutes on descending. So I'm guessing that means it's probably going to be the big lump second, right? That would make sense. Yeah. So because yeah, because well, the, I I think the little lump is steeper, if I remember right. And if you're more aggressive on a steeper terrain, you're going to make up a little more ground because you're not going to be breaking the whole time, especially later in the race. Um, yeah, if it's later in the race and you have nothing to hold back, then you're just going to fucking go for it if you have any yeah. balls. <laughs> that's that's true. This is the world championship. But, I mean, I, I'm looking at last year's – I have the splits from last year's race. And oh, boy. Here we Mon- go. Monkey Twister was at the top of that – the shorter hill. And, or, and then to Bender, which was essentially the finish line – it took Atkins 35-48 to do it. So, like, just about 36 minutes for him and Albin. And then Woods and Mo were in the 37. So, it's still a good chunk of time that you're descending on that last portion. And everyone remembers there were barely any obstacles. There were, like, five obstacles in that in, over that, uh, you know, two, three-mile stretch, whatever it was. Um, or it had to have been more than that. But realistically, like, that's a long downhill section as well. And they were – three, four minutes faster than almost everyone except for the top 10. So I, I think some huge ground can be made up even on a little section on a downhill like that. You, when is the latest someone can pick? When are picks locked in for this? 15 minutes before the race. Oh, talk uh, talk about the contest. That would be just in case people don't know what we're talking about. Uh, the Spartan Race World Championship Prediction Contest. It's on yanceycamp.com. Which, yep. by the way, not easy to find. You really got to clean up this website, buddy. I don't design it. I know. I'm 100% aware. We'll, Can, would you like to hire me and my team to fix it? Because I've been talking to you about this for a long time. I'll, you, I'll talk to you after. You got to right. go to ranking. You got to go to trivia contests. There's true drop two drop downs, but you ignore the drop downs. Just click on trivia contests because it took me a second. And then you're looking at Monica Brandt's ballots fitness program. <laughs> and then it says... Yancey Camp Trivia, click here to support your top 10 picks. So you get to pick not just the top three or top five. It's Tahoe. It's the biggest race. It's more stakes. So top 10. It's men, tough. Very tough. Men and women. Winner. What are the winners going to get? Uh, huge, huge package. Uh, the nor- Normally, we end up giving um, like $400 worth of nutrition supplements from Human End there, the makers of the Beta Lead. And some good or sunglasses. We're, we're not finalizing it, but for sure you're going to get at least that. Uh, it looks like a tiebreaker is um, leader at the one hour mark will win both the men's and women race. I mean, is that, what is that? Is that a tiebreaker? Yeah, just to give an extra point. I mean, you're, you're going to earn points based on how, like if you're accurate or not, but basically I just kind of wanted to see how people felt in general. Cause it's usually like, who do you think is going to get fourth place? Who do you think is going to get fifth place? It's like, how about, a, a different question about the race. So I just wanted to think just based on how many lead changes there typically are like Killian might take it out hard, but do you think he's going to win it? Or do you think Johnny's going to go for it early or Lindsay? Usually she'll just, she and Nicole will just break away. But do you think that one of them's going to have a lead and then hold on to it at the hour mark? So I just kind of wanted to see what people thought. What are you going to do in case of a tie? Uh, I don't, I'll, I'll figure that out. I mean, th- th- this is kind of like March madness. There are 10 picks like the odds of getting two exactly tied brackets, we haven't had that like the entire year 
for anyone in the who won the week. So I'll I'll deal with it then, but I'll I'll treat it fairly. And if it's bonus tie, bonus prediction, I predict a tie just to fuck you up. Just because okay. that's just because so, the, so, yeah. the odds are against it, but it'll probably happen because this is the one time it can happen. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dude, I just noticed you even have Amelia in here. I want to know how many number one picks Amelia gets. You don't, have to, um, you don't have to out the person, but I just want to know how many she gets. I know for sure that Hobie has at least one overall win and Zuzana has like 40% of people picking her in the top 10. Love so, it. Love it. Yeah. So I, I left some people intentionally in there. So if you listen to this podcast, you'll know not to pick some of these people. No one listens to my show. They're all they're all they're all learning about CBD over at uh, Obstacle Dominator. Please don't talk about that. <laughs> they're your right. buddies. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm it's, you go to every podcaster, every Instagram, and it it's like the the C and OCR stand for CBD. That's boom. It used yeah. to st- it used to stand for cryo. Yeah. Haven't you, haven't you heard my? By the way, I used to, so I used to joke. There are three C's in fitness: mm-hmm. uh, cupping, cryo, and keto. And now you can add. Now you and, can and, and keto. Yes, with with a wink, we say keto okay. with a wink. Got it, got it. Uh, and now you can add CBD as the other okay. one. There we go. We got four. We're ex- the the sport is growing. That's all it is. Right. Uh, um, yeah. I I guess so. Yeah. Um, anyway, back, back to the race. I wanna I wanna hear a little more since you talked. You want to hear a little more since I talked or talk to Steve, just like whatever year. So 36 <laughs> obstacles. And I mean, that was it. That's, that was oh, okay. the, whole, that's the whole thing. Um, okay. I mean, so- I, I think there's, 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 um, you know, this factor, I think Atkins is, is like, honestly the biggest wild card, right? Because it's, we'd all love for him to finally win it. Right. Finally mm-hmm. beat Albin in a race that counts and make it and finally get he's been second fucking five times and all that yeah. stuff um, i heard uh, did you hear um hunter actually went on bracken and benny's podcast about a week or two ago and he made a really good point i feel like a lot of people already are aware of this but he's like atkins would have been the world champion one at maybe twice at this point if he didn't just do other things because like to sabotage his his race and he does st- like doing a one week to or however long the uh, eco challenge was just a couple weeks before Tahoe. He's obviously not going to be fresh. He's well aware of it heading into it and stuff. But I do. Do you think that he's just going to keep doing stuff like this just because he doesn't prioritize Spartan race world championship as much? I think uh, Ryan does whatever he wants. And I, I, I like that about him. And we'd still be saying the same thing, though. We'd still be saying, well, can he beat him? Can he not beat him? He'll probably end up coming in second. Uh, I'm actually not going to predict him second, but people are going to use that as an excuse. And we've talked about this before. The whole, you know, did he not race enough? Did he race too much? You know, thing where I think it first came up, the, the time it came up the most was like when Hobie challenged him or whatever at a race. And that battle frog one. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. oh, well, he raced and he didn't. And, you know, I don't I don't know enough about science and recovery. Jesus Christ, my wife is like changing all these events and it's popping up on my phone. Um, <laughs> I don't know enough about recovery uh, and I don't know enough about anything, honestly, to, to speak to it. Honestly, it's honestly a prediction. It's just like in the playoffs, right? Well, they wiped out. They swept their opponents. So they got seven extra days rest. Was it good or was it bad? Mm-hmm. They won. So it was good. They lost. It was bad. So yeah. I don't freaking know, man. He's a beast. And, I agree. and he's got the heart of a fucking lion. And, uh, 
you know, I don't freaking know, man. Well, bottom line, the same people end up at the top no matter what. And Atkins is one of those people. Just don't bet against him. His worst ever finish in a Spartan race was seventh place. He got seventh place at OCR Worlds, and that was when he just had a bad race last year. And it's like he he just brings it. I'm never going to bet against the guy to, to do well in a race. And I mean, he could have, you know, come straight off the plane from Eco Challenge, and I still probably would have put him in the top ten. Dude, he would have been in the finals of TMX, but he had a stupid uh, – yeah. You know, shoe and issue at the fucking wall. Less, and that was less than a week after running 50 miles. Right. It was a mile. Hours. It was a mile race. Yeah. Yeah. He's never got worse than fourth at any Spartan Race World Championship. And th- the guy just knows how to race when the biggest moments shine. He has the highest percent of winner in all major races. All if right. you look at U.S. Nationals. We're going to have to talk about this ridiculous stat that you had, though, that I disagreed with you about. Can we talk about yeah. that? Uh, I don't know what it is, but bring it on. Something like something about Lindsay that her percentage isn't as good as somebody else's because she finished second one year or something. And I was like, dude, you can't. Lindsay's the goat. What are you doing? Yeah, I just took her, took the average place. And her average finish is second at world championships. And Zuzana's like 1.8. But it's because Lindsay has a fourth place from her first year. In her second ever obstacle race when she couldn't complete any obstacles and still. Yeah. you know, was close to the top three women who were the best in the sport at the time. Yeah, yeah. and it's it was simply just, uh, you know, here's her raw average. That's all it was. Um, how about, I don't want to just go one through 10 for both because that would be boring. Why don't you just, why don't you just give me like, um, you basically help the help the audience. Who are a couple of names they're not thinking about? Okay. I, so do you agree that, I'm going to pull this up just, I want to know the uh, the most updated weather forecasts. But I just remember earlier this week, um, it said it's going to be like mid 40s and low 20s. So, okay. So it, it bumped up a little bit in temperature. Sunday looks like 47 for the high, 25 for the low. Early in the morning, it's going to be about mid, up, mid to upper 30s. So, yeah, they're definitely having the swim at this rate. Um, and it looks like there's about a 20% chance of rain during the course. Okay. So it's not it's not going to be snow conditions, and it might be a little wet and from the day before and stuff. But I don't think that this race is going to end up being affected by the snow or the or the rain or anything as much as the people feared earlier in the week. Um, however, it is chilly, and I think that that's going to help a lot of people who are from like a, a colder area. But when you think about it, guess who's like isn't every single person who's a contender either from like Canada or Northern Europe or Colorado. So I don't really think that the weather is going to end up affecting people like Killian Atkins, Johnny Luna Lima, like everyone, Ryan Kent, Tyler Veerman, like a bunch of people live in these colder areas. So I don't think that the weather is going to have as much of a role um, that people think, but I would say one person to watch out. I I, I still think we should probably, you know, mention the the true names, but uh, I think uh, an upset pick is Taylor Turney on the men's side. He's a really, really good descender, and he's been right there with Ian Hosick um, at a few of the races recently. And he he uh, I, he got 18th last year, and he's from Alaska. And I think that he's just really going to have a strong race just due to how much descending will impact it. And I think Mark Gaudet, he's uh, one of Killian's friends. I think he was in what was that best ranger he's competed in that before and he just got right around the 10 mark at west virginia and he's just been steadily improving all year um so to get 10th at west virginia roughly plus or minus a couple spots um that's he's he's in good shape leading up till now and 
Killian picked him as a dark horse last year at uh, World's Toughest Mudder. He's like, he, he has, he's not really too familiar with OCR, but the guy's got some some really good mental game and he's a really fit guy. So I, I think for Killian to say that about him um, in the past and now he's finally showing up, I think that's a good sign. So those two would be a couple names to watch that you're not expecting. All right. So let's, by the way, I can't talk for a whole hour, by the way. So we're going to have to do some of this stuff pretty, pretty quickly. But that's fine. If we look at, if you were to look at last year's top 10, right? Mm -hmm. Albin, Atkins, Killian, Woods, right? Could totally be the same this year, although Woods hurt himself. Woods hurt his foot last year. Cody Moat is like, that just happened. No way. Cody, Cody Moat is out and he was fifth. Spoiler alert. If you listen to the podcast, you'll know. (laughs) Then you've got Kent Batras Quintero. Is Quintero in any kind of shape this year? Um, He's not in the same shape, but I, don't doubt him. He's a really good descender and lives at elevation. But, but didn't you? No, but the one race he did this year with the didn't he not do so hot? Yeah, he was a big bear. I think I, I for, he hasn't really been on the U.S. circuit this year. But he's won races pretty handily in Mexico, which he's done his whole career. Um, but I I really don't know where he's not. He's not where he's been in the past. But I don't doubt against the guy. He got sixth uh, in 2015, and he's usually in like that right around the 10 mark and he got eighth last year. So he, he's pretty consistent at the big races. And then the next few, Ian Forrest, Yatsko, Jones, Veerman. I think that, that Ian is going to have a really solid race. What about, what, what about these three VJ Tyler and someone we're not talking about yet. Kirk. What about VJ Tyler Kirk? So VJ, I, like I mentioned with the weather, I, it's going to play a little bit of a role, but I don't think it's going to be as freezing as people expect. But he didn't he drop out a few years ago? I know that he was younger and um, that was early in his career, but I thought that he DNF'd in like maybe 2016 just because of the cold. And that was at Tahoe. Um, I, I don't – that he'd be like the one person I'd be a little, just based on history, concerned about whether the cold will get to him. Um, but – realistically he just got like sixth at west virginia everyone's like oh he can't do the beast he was almost top 10 here last year and he did even better at west virginia this this past year you've seen what he's done the whole season i I wouldn't put it against vj to have another top 10 finish i i think that if they move the venue without question i'd be putting him in my top five again but i just don't know if this course right now without with how deep the rest of the field is i don't know if i could put him in like the top five right now okay what about kirk Kirk's in Colorado right now. He's been, he's doing like a, or he might be on his way to Tahoe as we speak, but he's been doing like a two week at, at elevation type uh, training, just acc- or getting acclimated to the elevation and super fit. All he's done is climb. It's had really good results all year. A couple of top fives or so at the U S national series. It, it's just so tough. I think that the spread between like, six and maybe like 15 is going to be only a few minutes it's it's just going to be like who made a couple of minutes here or or shaved a couple of seconds here and a couple seconds there and then it'll add up over the course of the race but i think it's going to be so tight in that uh you know six to 15 or so pack um when someone puts in there when someone hits submit can they Mm -hmm. go back and look or change or is it like you got to do a whole new thing um i i think it's kind of limited i i actually paid for like the up graded version of survey monkey that's what we're hosting it on so that it has more options but i i think that if you if 
you're definitely allowed to resubmit based on like it, it'll look at your IP address and it'll be like, all right, that's fine. Even though you've submitted, you can do another one. I don't know if you can edit the exact previous entry, but all that I'll do is I'll just take the most recent one that's uh, that's submitted. But I, I tried to give I paid for it so that I can try to have more options for people who vote. I love that you have write-in votes. Like you give all these names, and then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking give people a chance to yeah. even say somebody else. Yeah, that, that I don't want to limit you, but yeah. And actually, one other name that I that um, you were mentioning, give a couple names. I think Albert Soleil from uh, Europe. I think that he's gonna have a really good race. He was like. 14 maybe last year he, he, he was, was he, he was it was 14 last year right behind yeah. tyler um he just beat killian in that uh the tyrol race and he's just really really good at climbing and ascending and he, he had like a 19 race streak heading in like at the beginning of his career that he didn't lose and i know that europe isn't on the same level as the u.s in terms of most races but the guy is super super fit um he broke his hand earlier this year just like me or his arm just like me and uh but it clearly hasn't stopped this season and he almost got top 10 last year and he's i would say that he is the best or the you know the besides alvin he would be the next best bet to put someone from outside the u.s or or north america in the top 10 who would you put uh where would you put uh aaron see that's another thing it's like there's so many good people these days and he is like everyone is on the the Aaron Newell train right now. He's getting like ninety plus percent of the votes in the top ten, um, and a lot of people are leaving off some of the usual suspects uh, or, or putting him ahead of some of the usual suspects. So I think that he's everyone's dark horse this year. But I, I don't know. I, I think that he's going to do well. He's already out there with Nicole, right? That that's what it seems like. And I, he's just he's got a bunch of momentum. He's a great climber. He's usually at the front at, towards like Big Bear and and all these different climbs. And I don't know. I think that he, he could be a boomer bust thing where, you know, 10th might be like a bad race in his mind, but he could also get fourth. Like, I, I think that he has just a ton of potential for that as well to play spoiler. Can we remind people, by the way, that you win 20 freaking thousand dollars if you win? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is, this is not just like, Oh yeah, here's 500 bucks or, you know, a, a, this is some serious money. And yeah, I, I think even, isn't second place like 10 or 15? That's- I think second's 15, and years ago, 15 wasn't even the number one prize. That, that yeah. I remember thinking that last year. I remember the, the stadium, the stadium, the podium yeah. ceremony, and thinking, holy shit, the third place person is like leaving with a nice check. Yeah, oh yeah. Like 7,500 or something. All right, listen, let's quickly talk about the women. Yeah. Um, I was every- going to say, you want to give your top, your top five, just wrap up the men? We don't. We don't need to do top ten in the year. Let's just do five to one. I want to win this prediction contest. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll. Sh- I want to just submit mine because. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe I'll do. I'll, yeah, I'll give you my top three. How about that? Okay, that's fair. Yeah, well, you don't want to reveal some of your dark. Your. Uh... Well, because listen, I got excited last time of like yeah. being the thirteenth best picker in the world. <laughs> Ian Hosick, and you told him to suck it and told everyone else. <laughs> exactly. If you're worse than – So you, you told me as well. Right. So yeah. I, I don't want to give too much information. Am I, they, yeah. think, they think Matt knows a lot. I'll pick what Matt knows. Hold so your cards I, tight. Exactly. So I'm going to go – I'm going to go order. with a three, – three, two, one. Who are you going? Three, two, one is going to be Atkins, Woods Album. There you go. Okay. That's, now listen, it, I, we, can't, I can't follow you at all. We all know that 
those three are very likely the top three regardless. My question is, did you decide to change your point thing? Uh, yes, I did. Do you want to explain to people what it is yeah, or do you think it matters? Or I'll just give a quick 30-second summary. So before, if you guess the exact place, you get say you got first place, you got five points. You get fourth place exactly right, you get four points. But if you missed, it, like they were still in your top five, but you got the wrong order, you got one point regardless. I just switched up the formula to kind of reward you for being close. Like if you guess someone second and then they end up getting first, you get a little bit more points this way. So I, I won't go into the math, but it, it rewards you nicely. Everyone who won before, it didn't change like the outcome, but it, it give everyone a few extra points. So um, I'll, I'll explain it more on the website. I just don't want to go into the details right now. I feel like with the women, we almost should start at fourth because well, well, everybody- I, I need to go give you my top three. Oh, I'm my mistake, buddy. My mistake. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. That's fine. So the, I think it's going to be crazy tight for the top five. And then there's going to be a little bit of a gap. I'm j- Atkins is the wild card. I'm going to put him at third. I cannot believe you didn't put Johnny Luna Lima in this top five. Or oh, like shit. Top three. He's my <laughs> second pick. Yeah. you're. Have you watched the season? Like, did you not? What if, what if I told you I just did my top ten and forgot him? I'm gonna have to yeah, do yeah, my yeah. whole picks over again. Hey, that's that's no, no, no. You don't think he's gonna get top ten? That's fine. You just said it on the air. <laughs> I absolutely think he's gonna be top ten. Hammond's like descending is gonna be a big deal. Yeah. So let's leave Luna Lima off this list. So I'm gonna put Johnny in second, and I just think that Albin has the you know desire to win more than anybody in this sport. He might not seem like that assassin mentality but the guy wins every single major race um so i'm gonna until alvin loses i'm not gonna pick against him in a world championship event and especially coming off a win last year oh my god i can't believe i forgot johnny yeah you might have heard of him um i'll I'll give you a a do-over since you haven't clicked submit i'm not I'm saying that I'm not I'm, – I, I can't tell you, dude. I really – I for, okay. totally forgot about Johnny. That changes everything. I know it does. See, isn't this really, really – This is the best like year. I know, we say this, I know we say this every year, but this really is the best year. It really – and imagine if Hobie and Cody and Hunter were – like it would just be insane. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, this, this is why I'm doing top ten. It's, there's so much competition and I – you know, you can't just do top five because it's so, so tough to pick. You're going to leave so many good people off. All right. So I think 90% of your audience is going to put Lindsay Nicole 1-2, right? Um, I would say probably two-thirds. Rebecca's getting a lot of love. Um, I think – dude, I think we might have to continue this because I want to discuss this some more, but I, re- I really do have to go. Okay. That's fine. I'll um, – crap. Chris Mendoza is coming over tonight. But that, I'm sounds, gonna- that sounds hot. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's bringing his van. Um, no, we're, we're going we're gonna on a run, but you'll probably be asleep by the time that we're done. Um, I'll, I'll message you. We'll try to figure out some way to finish up the women's side. All right. Good deal, dude. Talk All soon. Right. Cool. See ya. You're lucky I like you, Matt. You're lucky I like you. Dude, I'm, I left my workout 37 minutes into my run so I could do this meeting with you. Well, you said you were almost home. I was, and then you're like, oh, I have football practice with my son, so I, I tried starting my work on it, I'll, I'll just finish it after, but Tahoe's this week, so I do this for the people, all right? Me too. I'm going to video record this too, because can okay. you hear me okay? Does it sound good? Uh, yeah. Yep. I have a special microphone set up. I am shiny right now. <laughs> Jack, we did the morning, this morning we did the men, we yep. got so, we, we were so excited. Yeah, your head looks weird. 
I'm super shiny. Like I said, I'm. I, it's not about oh, being look. shiny. It's just you're just not an attractive man overall. Jeez, wow, that's wow, that's mean. Like <laughs> you have a girlfriend, she's attractive. I guess she she thinks you're a big Spartan deal, or yeah, considering she doesn't raise OCR, that's a huge huge deal for her. But. She knows that you almost made it past the first round of TMX. Uh, yeah, I was one away. So <laughs> Jesus, Matt, you're. The things that I do for you to come home, and then I, I come Dude, home to this. Eight forty-six p.m. Eastern. Oh, that's so late. Jesus, how my wife is already in Netflix yeah. and chill mode, which is what I am by this time of the evening. Okay, listen, let's not like you said. We do it for the people. It's yeah. Tahoe fucking week. Damn which, right. Which is why over at um, World's Toughest Podcast, they're putting out five episodes about World's Toughest Butter. That makes perfect sense. We have to do two on Spartan Race World Championship. Because so. the week of Tahoe, you should do WTM yeah. stuff. So listen, I want to tell you something. Yeah. yeah. We, we ended our last call with me not putting Johnny Lou and Lima in the top five. Literally the first thing I was going to mention as soon as you stopped your intro, I was about to say, are you actually going to pick Smart this time or Miss which, Johnny? Which has had me spend probably, I'm going to say conservatively 20 to 25 minutes Going over my picks and changing them multiple times. I've gone really. Through. Yes, this has been insane. It, isn't it so hard with ten? But like, you I'm can't... so glad you did it this way because it's yeah. awesome. Because um, yeah. really, the only ones at this point that don't quote unquote don't matter, like mm-hmm. are like nine and ten. The first eight are like fuck. Forgot about yeah. that guy. It's like damn. What about Kempson? What about Killian? What? It's like what about Veerman? You know, you're just having all these people who are fringe athletes for, you know, in the past, but now they're legitimate contenders. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'll tell you this much. Mm -hmm. This is what I'll tell you. Oh my God. I just realized somebody I forgot again. Yep. I got to do it again. I just forgot Killian. (laughs) I'm looking at Killian's line and there's no line by him. All right. Who's going to lose out then? Oh my God. I have. Hey, don't you don't have to do it on the air? Who or uh, you don't have to finish your picks on the air? But who are you going top three? That's all. You had your your whole half a day to revise this. Are you putting Johnny in your top three? Johnny does make my top three. Okay, then who are you kicking out? I have, I can't. I don't even want to say it out loud. Okay, I'm so right. embarrassed. But I'm here's gonna. The, pu- but here's you, here's. The, do you mind after the race if I publicly post your top ten predictions? Well, everybody's going to get their shown. Isn't that what they were? No, no, no. I don't, I don't post like your individual ballot. I post the how many points you get, but I don't like reveal only that. If you, only if you're willing to post yours, sure. I will. Sure. Absolutely. We'll do a how comparison. About, how, about, how about this? Yeah. I've got three of the four Ryans. I have one Ryan not making the top ten. How about that? Which one? I'm not telling you. Okay. Can I message you after? Because I think that's... <laughs> Yeah. I think I think that I mean that like that alone is uh, yeah. if the, I mean you know what I mean yeah it, it's tough I I personally think you should put all four in there I, I would except I already realized I forgot Killian but but why am I giving you advice you were the thirteenth best guesser in the I'm, entire contest the last time okay okay yeah. so we 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 said that the first two yeah pretty much give me's for everybody Lindsay Nicole. There's arguments mm-hmm. to be made for a lot of people, but we're trying to save time or we'll be up all night. Yeah. Most folks would have Rebecca as the strong third and maybe even the two spot, correct? That is, I would say probably three quarters of people have some combination of those three as the top three right now. Now, I'm guessing the next picks are peop- names that people know, like mm-hmm. Faye or Alyssa, but Alyssa's not racing. 
Correct. So I want, who would you pick as four? I know that we did top three for the men as public knowledge and stuff, but I think that's where it really gets tricky for the women. I'll give you my reason after. I want to hear yours right off the bat because obviously I'll back it up with info. You'll just do it on opinion. <laughs> but my opinion got me 13th best last that's time. That's true. Yeah, man. My opinion sucks. All right. But anyway, let's hear let's hear who are you going with number four, and I want a reason why. I mean, I think a safe pick is Rhea, right? You're picking Rhea. For- I'm saying a, a safe pick would be Rhea and Faye four five in there, right? Wouldn't that be the safe pick? I would personally go Faye. I, I think that because I'm Faye not- is peaking, because Faye is peaking right now. She has she had improved- a strong she had a strong Utah. At, yeah, she's improved at least one place every single race what, in, wait, in the U.S. series this year. What was wait a minute? What what was West Virginia? Um, top, wasn't she like four or five? I, I like I said, I just got back from the gym, so I don't have the numbers pulled up. But she she was definitely like four or five at West Virginia. Well, and she and she podiumed in Utah mm-hmm. after having sort of an off year. Yeah, and she says, "I think I got my training dialed in now, et cetera, et cetera." Right? Yep. Yeah, so I think she, she started off the season re, really slow by her standards. She never gets 10th. She got like 10th or, or right around there in Jacksonville and then had like an eighth place in Alabama. And people were like, she's done. That's it. Nell's here. T is here. Faye is a bum. She's out of here. But that was clearly not the case. And she's just improved a couple places. Seattle, Big Bear, West Virginia. And like I, I thought I remember her being like four or five, or, you know, somewhere in that three, four, five range for the past couple of races off the top of my head. And what has she done at Tahoe in the past? I mean, last year she got fourth. She was less than a minute behind Zizana for third. And then she got fourth the year before 2017. She had that, uh, she couldn't get the Hercoise when Alyssa caught her. And then she got third place in 2016 in the burpee off. Like she knows how to race at Tahoe and three straight years of fourth or third place, I would put her as my fourth place pick in this case, knowing that most likely it's going to be Lindsay, Nicole, and Rebecca as the top three. I mean, considering Rebecca hasn't raced, like she clearly like has shaken the rust off, did, as it were. But it's, did, 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 she, she, did she race much last year before West Virginia? Did Holby she, race a lot before he won the world championship? It doesn't really matter. You get if you if you peak at the right time and you're fit, good things can happen. Um, Faye Faye raced the Vermont Sprint. Just to kind of keep herself fresh, I guess. She won that. Yeah, I think she was up there for a reason. Um, and then, yeah, she just kind of wanted to do her, you know, just test the obstacles one last time. But I don't think that she wanted to beat up her body for that, you know, additional stimulus with two weeks to go before Tahoe. So I think she held back on that. All right. So she's fourth in West Virginia, I'm seeing here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to take a quick stats here. So she was a good four minutes behind Rebecca and a good. 13 minutes behind the winner, Lindsay. Okay. So yeah. does that change anything for you? No, I'm still picking. I think Faye knows Tahoe just as well as anybody, and she's going to get at least no worse than fourth this week. All right. So I'll throw some other names at you, and you tell me mm-hmm. what you think. We won't, we're not necessarily going well, in order or whatever. Do you want, do, yeah. Well, I, can I give you my dark horse pick? I was going to ask you about a couple, but go ahead. Okay. No, no, no. Go ahead. It, who do you think? Well, it's not about dark horse, but it's just a couple of names that that people – don't necessarily think of one mm-hmm. would be Leanne, right? I think she's got a lot more respect this year. Right, she's not really a dark horse anymore. Yeah. Um, how about your gal Sarah Woodward, who was seventh last year? 
Uh, she was seventh last year, eighth in 2017, and ninth in 2016. Oh, and she's she's so due, right? She's kind of decent, but why no one we, ever talks we, about. Her. Right? Why do we never hear about her? What's the rest of her year look she, like? She, she doesn't she doesn't do the U.S. series, but she's I I don't think that she's really raced this year. Is um, she from out there, Sarah Woodward? If you're listening, or any of your family is listening, I thought she, yeah. Let us know. I remember she, wasn't wasn't she on the um. New Jersey ESPN race last year. I think she won that like really nasty cold race. I, I thought that she ended up beating Faye and um, that was the one where Rhea struggled staying warm, but I, I thought that Sarah won that as well. But um, I don't think that she's raced a whole lot this year. The, if only, at all. Thing, the only thing popping up on athletes mm-hmm. is uh, Colorado Rocky Spartan beast Mm-hmm. Second, but I don't even know if that's a Saturday or a Sunday. Let me see what the competition be, was. I ran that. That that was a uh, Saturday. Okay, and so she beat. Let's see who she beat on this race. I think Casey Monroe ended up winning it, and then uh, yeah, I think Casey ended up winning it. Thank God for good old Athlinks. Yeah, even though it's not user friendly, but that's a uh, different topic. Actually, Amanda won. It. Oh yeah, Amanda Amanda Nadeau. Yeah, so she was actually one of the other dark horses that I mentioned. I forgot that she was at, uh, at Aspen. They moved it from Breckenridge this year, but she has been on fire this whole year. Um, so I would put her as a top 10 threat for sure. Who, who was your other dark horse female? Uh, non, non-American Miriam Guillaume. I think what, that what has she done in the past? I feel like that name's familiar. It, uh, she got 10th last year, sixth in 2017, eighth in 2016, she actually got when she got eighth in 2016. She did like 240 burpees in the race. She was winning or she was leading the race by something like two or three minutes, less than 45 minutes in, and uh, like over Zuzana, over Lindsay, and that was the year that Zuzana won by like 12 minutes. Um, and Miriam was way ahead of her, but she just that was like her first real you know experience doing some some harder obstacles and harder carries, and it just broke her down. Then last year, like I said, she got sixth, um, and then tenth last year, or two years ago, sixth and tenth last year. But she's just she dominated the European Championship this year, and she set the single season record for the most podiums already. So I think that if, what? Yeah. What's this? What's the single season record? Um, well, I, I remember making a post of it earlier. Check on my on my Instagram; it should be on there. Or, or give me ten seconds, and I'll have it pulled up. But I, I think it's something like. 13 or 14. Nicole was really close as well this year. So I think that the two of them can, um, can or, or I think that uh, right now, yeah, 13 as of maybe like two, three weeks ago, Miriam had uh, wins on the season, not just podiums. Um, so she's up to, as of like about a month ago, she had 14 podiums on the year and the record is 18 with Rhea Coble and Kelly Sullivan. Actually, you probably wouldn't have guessed that. But uh, no. Yeah, but anyway, Mary, Miriam ended up doing that European Championship, which was in the Dolomites, and she ended up winning the Beast, um, and then by like ten minutes, which is about the same margin of victory that Alden won, won the men's side on. Um, she's obviously not Alden, but just thirteen wins over the course of the year. I know she's not facing Lindsay and Faye and Nicole and everyone week in and week out, week out because they don't have the same depth overseas, but. She's brought it before, and I think that if she can minimize her burpees this year, she's definitely top five threat. Um, quick side note: Did you look at the uh, wads for the Tahoe face-off? Oh yeah, I, I actually was talking with the NC about that, and I think it's pretty awesome. 
So what are your thoughts on the 30 minute head start? So I guess it was a a way to make that part interesting because we know that the Spartans are going to win that. So what if they invited, what if they told Hunter, Hey, we're going to give you 80% of the weight for all the movements. That's kind of what they're doing, right? You're, you're, you're saying that that's what they should do to even it out. No, no, that would be the equivalent of it. It's like Hunter had to do the same full, you know, overhead snatched weight at the CrossFit games as everyone else. So, but, so that's yeah. the so that's the key differentiator. It's still say, say that word again. Say that word again. Differentiator. There we go. Good man. Because I thought the same thing. It is still chip time. This is just no. an added layer of fun. So. If you oh, fit- I, I trust me. I love the chase method, but I think that you know if they're really trying to compare, it's like thirty minutes head start. Come on, that's not you're not running the same race. But but I'm saying it's still chip time. So if you don't finish, if you finish fifteen minutes ahead of Hunter, you didn't win. That okay? It's, it's stadium race type format. Yeah, I got you. So exactly because that's what I said. I was like, well, that's bullshit. So yeah. it's just a fun kind yeah, yeah. of way to do it. Yeah. So. And that'll scenario, prevent scenario, that'll prevent like Hunter, Isaiah, and Matt from kind of dogging it, and then they'll actually kind of have to push it a little bit and be just as tired relatively as the CrossFit guys. Maybe. Well, I'm throwing this out there. I put it on the Discord. Hot take: one of the four CrossFitters DNFs the beast. There are four. I thought three. Oh, three men, and then one is one. it Emma? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So at least one of them will DNF the beast. No way. They're all finishing. I'm telling you, man. What do you think it'll be then? Uh, the the swim? They're gonna come or- out of the swim, and they're gonna fucking start like about two minutes later, five minutes later, start walking sideways and have a uh, hypothermia situation. Maybe Randy Moss will be there and give him a jacket. But seriously, that's what I'm saying. Like you're joking around. You don't think Randy yeah. Moss is pretty fucking fit? And look what he did. I, I know, I know. I, but, but I'm saying yeah. like like people are like oh they're tough, they're fit. I'm like uh huh. And they're running a 13 mile race, which they've never done in their fucking lives. And yeah. it's at elevation, and it's going straight up a mountain. It is. Mm. It, it is going to be a shut dude. Oh, I'm, it's going to be. Yeah, this would be like just bringing a reasonably fit person from the. They're not reasonably fit, but you, you know they're some of the fittest in the world. But like just bringing someone who's never done a true like beast course from the gym, be like, hey, let's do this. We're going to Tahoe. That yeah, that's a complete shock to the system. When and literally when you hit that water, okay, like and you're not used to it, like. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we know CrossFit athletes are really good at swimming, so that'll help. Well, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying yeah. that any human, it's like watching just okay, just watch uh, Shriveled Richard at Savage or <laughs> yeah. or Arctic Enema, and the noises people make coming out of there because their body is just freaking the fuck out. And this is yeah. way worse because you actually have to do the swim. You can't just get in and out. Oh, I okay. I, I hear you. I think just out of pride, none of them are going to DNF. Well, that's the but see, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying quitting. They're not going to quit. Yep. But if you're walking sideways and you can't answer questions, yeah. and I they mean, medically pull you, yeah. look at let, okay. Let's look at what's his name, right? Who this just uh-huh. happened to, right? This just happened to uh, what's his name, uh, Sawicki's boyfriend, Tyler McCready. That's not Sawicki's boyfriend. Yes, it is. Tyler McCready. Yes, Tyler McCready. Sorry. See how Sorry, I, I pronounced it correctly. My bad. Yeah. It's 9 p.m. Eastern. It's very late for me. It's late, yeah. Tyler's a fit guy, no? He is. Tyler yeah. didn't know what fucking day it was. Tyler was napping on the side of the hill. That's true. Now, yeah. I, but, and it, and it could, quote unquote, happen to a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. 
It happened to fucking Jung Young Pack at World's Toughest once. They literally found him like similar situation. He was sleeping on the side of the course because his body just freaked the fuck out. But that's that's eight plus hours, eight to twenty four hours for like you know Killington Ultra Beast or World's Toughest Mutter versus maybe three low threes. I'm assuming for these guys, three and a half. I guess that's a good point. When did he? Yeah. It had to happen on his second lap. Then I guess yeah. Yeah, that, uh, right. that's what I'm assuming. All right, I take my hot take back then. Fuck. Yeah. That yeah, was that's all right. You, you've been wrong before. You forgot about Johnny. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about Dre. Yeah. Yeah, damn right. Nine, five and full pennies, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, let, let, let's talk, let's, let's talk about the rest. weed every day. Oh, Jesus. Where do we start? Um, all right. Event two. You saw that. Four rounds, 12 ramp thrusters, 20, over, 20 meter overhead lunge. 150 pound dead balls and then two over the walls then a couple walls do that four rounds that's pretty good i think that that's actually gonna favor some of the crossfit guys well here's the interesting thing there's no time caps on any of these like there's no time cap on the beast there's no time cap on the wad so it seems like that's 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 systematically not great i see i how long do you think that's going to take you 12 ram 12 ramp thrusters that's going to take you less than because 12 ram burpees takes about 45 50 seconds like during a race that's you know a slower movement overhead lunges i would say that that's going to take in the 10 to 15 minute range that whole thing hell's hill the one after that that is probably going to favor ocr athletes and finally put a rest to the uh you know everyone talks about you have to be bigger to be good at carries i don't think so i think this is going to be like it's it just proving that your cardio engine is what really drives being good at heavy carries. So who do you see taking this then? Hunter. Okay. Who, who, who was a better carrier than Hunter in his prime? I think one person on the planet was. Uh, Matt B. Davis? No. You're right. You, you can't even carry your groceries. Never mind a double sandbag. Wow. Yeah. You, hey, you, you know how you started this interview off with me. I'm, I'm bringing wow. it back. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think actually the best heavy carrier in the sport is Austin Azar. Just based Austin on what he's Austin what he, Azar, is he running the beast? He is, yeah. He's had a top 10 before also. I'm going to have to put him in my top 10. Yeah, he's... He had a very, disappointing, he had a very disappointing last year, though. He was injured a lot last year, um, but he just, he's had some some solid finishes, like, relative to the winners at uh, the Whistler race recently. And so, like, he, he's definitely peaking around the right time it's going to be nasty weather we're at 100 miles and world's toughest mutter so i think that he's got a, a reasonable shot of pairing in the top 10 again um i mean i guess with only six or eight athletes i or however many fuck athletes i can't do math i yeah. guess i guess it doesn't matter about the time but i just feel like first of all the beast could certainly be an issue but second of all like what if somebody's just taking forever on one of these wads and it's like you should how long able- do you think they're, how long do you think a double sandbag carry and some ground to shoulder overs will take like it's th- these are going to be 10 to 15 minute workouts that they're not giving up you've seen what they do in the crossfit games and it's like how do they walk after that and then they just do the same like ridiculous workout two hours later and i mean these guys are designed to do high intensity five to 15 minute workouts just that are just unfathomable half the time and so i don't think that Yes, they'll be tired from the beast, and it's definitely going to be something they've never done before. But I don't think that it's going to take out as much as you think relative to uh, you know a new person running a beast. I think that they're used to doing crazy volume, and they might just and once they get caught, they might just kind of coast it in and save it for the individual events and try to earn their points there. 
I, I would love to think that that's what they're going to think, but they're going to get on that thing. And I'm telling you, it's the old plan until you get punched in the face. And then it's like, how the fuck do I get off this mountain? <laughs> that's all right. That That is fair enough. I mean, honestly, because like, isn't that how you feel a lot of times on a beast or ultra beast? Yeah, it's like, oh man, I, I totally got this. I've been training so well on that fifteen. What the hell is this course? What right. since when? Yeah, it, right. That exactly. happens all the time. So. Exactly. I don't know. I'm just maybe I don't know enough about this stuff. Um, yeah, I personally think they're going to be okay, but they've never done an event like this, so we'll see. And and I'm looking at the scoring table at the bottom. So only two women competing, right? Right. Are you aware of who they are? Uh, I believe my article has them competing, but yes, it's oh, okay. it's it's Emma and Corinna. Okay, just making sure. I didn't uh, I didn't read the full thing for. Did did it mention Corinna? My article? They no, were, it, they were they were added. Oh, okay. I, it doesn't say it in there. I'm scrolling down, but they were added at the bottom of the original article. Oh, okay, I I guess I just missed that. But uh, no, I did a control find, and Corinna's not in there. Yeah, it's all right. We mentioned it on the podcast. People need to listen to it that way. (laughs) Listen, go to the article called OCR CrossFit Tahoe Throwdown Challenge. You mean the one on your homepage that's called that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then keep scrolling to the very bottom. Update on, yeah. Okay. Tell me the last Mm -hmm. thing you see on the page. On the page, uh, watch Facebook live streams of this event, deadlift photo by Armin Hammer. Okay. No, that's the... That's the article called, uh, this event is called uh, The Face-Off. This is the original article with... Oh, oh, okay. Got it. I'm not looking at that. I was looking at the events. That one's more, that's more recent. I I said that six times. It's on the original article. Okay. My bad. I misinterpreted. It's okay. Yeah. Now now people get to listen to us fight. Like they didn't hear that earlier with the name that shall not be spoken. (laughs) Are you putting him in your top 10? Who's the name that shouldn't be spoken? DJ, you heard our fight earlier. Oh, that fight. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a different fight. VJ makes my top 10. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's just do a couple more women. Um, Name a couple. Can we finish this workout conversation, though? Oh, I I thought we were done. Um, Okay. We we can move on. It's fine. There's nothing nothing else I want to say about it. Yeah. I think event four, that that lumberjack one with the deadlifts. that, That women get one point or no points. Yes. Shouldn't it be two points yeah. or one points? Well, I mean, it's still a difference of one no matter what. It's really not going to affect mm-hmm. anything in the long run. Because mm-hmm. say that you win two straight events, it's either four to two or two to nothing, and it's still a two-point gap. Nothing just sounds so sad. Well, it is. You didn't win. And you're still super fucking fit. You're still one six, of the fittest people. Six, sixth place gets zero also. Guess what? The team that, that wins the, or loses the Super Bowl gets zero Super Bowl rings. It's the same deal. It's a two-team thing or a two-person thing. It doesn't really matter. You get zero points if you didn't win. Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. There is eight places total. Okay. Okay. So back to the women. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 Lindsay. <laughs> do you, how, okay. What do you think she's going to win by? Because I'm assuming you think she's going to win or do you think Nicole's going to pull it off? No, I think Lindsay's going to win. Okay. Last I never, year. I would never bet against Lindsay. I would bet if somebody wants to bet me a large amount of money, I will bet it. I'll bet my children's if, cereal money on Lindsay winning. I've heard based on how much your kids eat, that's a large sum of money. So <laughs> no, but I'm saying like... Okay, she, so last year she she ended up beating second place Rebecca by four minutes and 13 seconds. Will she beat second place by more or less than 4.13 this year? That's a better question, by the way, than the are you is the leader at mile seven. I was mainly leader? doing that. Well, I mean... That's a better question. She hasn't always led from the start. 
Like, but I'm but I'm saying that's a better question. Will Lindsay okay. win by five minutes or more, plus or minus? I, yeah. I, well, I I can't I'll put, put the, that in because now all the other people who have voted in the past that you know I, I can't make them rechange everything or go back. But I'd say the over under is five or four and a half would be where I think Vegas okay. would have the line at at over under four and a half. Mm-hmm. And it honestly depends if they're if somebody's challenging her, then it'll be less. But if they're not, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, but. The answer the question is yes or no. Like it doesn't matter. Is she challenged? Do you think that she will? I think she'll win by four minutes or more. How about that? Well, four thirteen is the question. Because like, what if she wins by four ten? Then she didn't end up covering the spread. Well, four thirteen is the is the is the that was that was the difference last year. So uh, I'm I'll saying say, I'll, go, I'll take the over. Okay, so you think she's going to win by four fourteen or more? Correct. Okay, I what agree. About, what about four thirteen in ten seconds? Four minutes thirteen seconds and ten seconds. Okay. Um, We'll, we'll see about that. You're saying, forget it, dude. You just said four thirteen in ten seconds. <laughs> Listen to that out loud, Matt. Do you see what happens when I do a podcast recording? No, 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 no. no. Do you night? see what happens when you discuss math? Have you heard your entire Davis and Chase this whole year, like with all your arithmetic skills? Like I know math isn't your strong, your strongest thing. I should just call you Mathy Davis instead of Mathy Davis, but we'll see. <laughs> That's genius. It should, yeah. Just thought of that right now. Anyway, let, let's get back to a couple more people. Um, just for reiteration, in case you didn't hear the other one, Susanna, or the men's preview in the morning, Susanna is pregnant. So if you voted for her, that was a mistake. Change your vote. Uh, she's not going to be running Tahoe eight months okay, pregnant. I, here's, here's my question for you, okay? Mm-hmm. There's one particular woman we've counted out multiple times, mm-hmm. and she has come back from – near irrelevance time and time again to prove she's still in the game. Where do you place one Rose Wetzel? That's a tough question. Um, Cause she ended up getting like, I think it was 16th last year. Right. And that was her first year back, like full training cycle back in it. And she got fifth here though in 2016. And she could have got fourth if she was about 30 seconds faster. So she's clearly able to run at elevation. Um, she's run here well before, but the sport's a lot different than three years ago. I still think Lindsay, Rebecca, and Nicole are on a different level. Faye's going to bring it because um, she always does a Tahoe. And Miriam is probably on another level as well. Uh, I, I think that she's going to round out the top five. Rhea, I'm assuming she's going to recover because she recovers like anybody. So that basically takes up seven spaces. Alyssa's not here. So that's just going to open things up. So I think I, I would put Rose probably in like that seven to ten range. But I think if she, she ends up if she ends up getting fifth, you can't be surprised anymore. You'd be like, "Holy shit, she had the race of her life. She finished fifth. No, I don't. And I mean, just based on what Tim says, you she should get like fifth or so, well, right? Can, we can't. We can't. If, if we can't go based on family members rooting for people, that's not really a well. Good I mean, she she's got fifth here before. No, but so I'm it's saying, not like it's. A I'm show. saying that a safe bet would be somewhere in the top ten, but that's what I'm saying. She has continually, we've counted her out, and she's continually okay. finished stronger than we thought. And so, um, okay, you could put her in five to seven would be a huge win for her. Five would be a huge, huge win. I, for her. I would say if she gets top seven, I would be very or top six, I'd be very surprised. But if she falls somewhere in that seven to ten range, it wouldn't surprise me. I think that she's definitely fit enough. And I saw some posts earlier that. It looked like she um, was referring to like Hobie training or something over recently. So if that's the case, then that's pretty good news. But I, I still think there are a couple names that, yeah, like, 
Amanda Nadeau, I think that she definitely can can play spoiler. And Leanne, like we mentioned earlier, I think that they they could you know be neck and neck with Rose in this. But I, well, here's I, well here's what's super interesting because yeah. I was thinking there's nobody really older than her. But interestingly enough, Susanna's three years older, not racing this year. Mar- right? Miriam's forty. Miriam is. Sarah yeah. Woodward is. This is yeah. crazy. I didn't realize the that we, yeah. we we know that the men can skew older and it'd be okay, but wow, that's a lot of older did women. You, did you know that so Hobie, when he won the world championship twenty sixteen, he was thirty nine years old. Cody Boat, thirty nine years old when he won in twenty seventeen. And then Zuzana last year was her year when she was thirty nine, and of course she didn't keep the streak going, unfortunately. But there was a there was a little pattern for a while that thirty nine seemed to be like that magic number. That's killing in in two years, so Maybe 2021 could be Killian's year. Um, uh, Lindsay just turned 30. Rebecca's 26. Uh, Faye is 29. Ray is 27, 28. Like 28 to yeah. 32 is like yeah. is that the sweet spot. I hope so because I just turned 30. So not that I'm fighting for this type of contention, but how, yeah. That's how it. old was Amelia when she won the world championship? Was she mid 30s right now? She must have been 28, so I, 29. I was going to say she she was probably late 20s at that point. Yeah, six six years ago, 2013. So, yeah, I, I, I'm assuming she was probably, you know, in the 27 to 29 range then. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is kind of miraculous. But, like, that that really – but what happens when they switch it from Tahoe? Because that's kind of the rumor. Do you, Would you be – I should have put a bet. Do you think this is the last year at Tahoe also? We all pray it will be the last year. Yeah. I don't think it will be. I would bet it is. That's my well, guess. Well, I know what your friend – I know what one of our friends thinks and mm-hmm. told me, and I said there's no way. So – Okay. And I know he's positive of that, but there's – dude, there's no way. Okay. We'll, I, we'll, just, we'll just say that it's been hinted that it might not be in America, and if it is not in America, it's definitely not going to be – Yeah, let's end this conversation here. It would be shocking if that – I should put out a poll after this. Fill in the blank. Where do you think it is? I guarantee you zero places will end up at that location that we are secretly discussing. Nobody will pick that place, you mean? No one is going to pick that. But do you think it could go there? If if Jill wants to make it happen, I think it could. And honestly, yeah, I I would put it at 50% odds that it will happen. I'm going to say... People, the listeners must be like, I hate you right now. Just tell me where it is. But I'm sorry, not, no. sorry, guys. Sorry, this, this is sworn to secrecy right now. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 90-10 Tahoe, and the 10 I still don't think is um, blank. Out of the, the blank I'm going to say not even out of the country. How about that? Okay. I we'll, think 10% we'll is it still, it's fucking Killington mm-hmm. or somewhere else or somewhere in California, somewhere else in California. Okay. Maybe I, go back, maybe go back to Texas to the old Glen Rose ugh, fucking beast. Barf. No, that's all right. Yeah. Aren't you from Texas? No, I'm New Hampshire, and I I lived in Texas for five years, but New Hampshire roots. I'm I'm like I'm the second podcast guy you talk with who's original who you know has lived in New Hampshire with Josh Chase. So special. He was in Hudson though, which is where my, one of my old roommates was from there. Though. He's still, uh, but he still is. He's not was. He still is from there. Oh, he's still he still lives in her. Okay, got it. Oh yeah, he's in his top secret bunker that you mention every single time. So, that's just that's a start episode. I'm trying yeah. to keep it. I'm really I listen more than anything. I'm glad you listen. That's that's yeah. all that matters to me. That, like, I'm the only listener that matters. I guess. Well, yeah. no, that people seriously. That's like yeah. listen. People are listening, and that's what's important. We're not fast forwarding. Yeah, I got you. It's entertaining. <laughs> are you as opposed to CBD ads? People, the the word on the screen <sighs> is that people hate <sighs> CBD ads. 
I can't imagine why. <laughs> Jesus, please. I, I know you've got to feed your kids. They eat a lot of cereal. I was a kid once. I ate a lot of cereal. My parents never ended up getting a CBD ad so that they could taste my cereal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so please, Matt, you're, you're better than that. Like, I'm, I'm sure realistically the science is that. Wait, now I'm talking about it. No, we're done. We're going back to Tahoe. Yeah. Okay. I want to I wanna end this because, uh, yeah. honestly, I'm fading fast. That's fine. Um, um, I have a can question. I you, can I give you a couple numbers just can, to – Can I ask you a question yeah. first? Sure. Will Jack Bauer race the series, the U.S. series in 2020, the stadium series in 2020, Tahoe 2020? Which of those three will you race next year? Well, it, Tahoe 2020 would be very Tahoe dependent. Um, okay. <laughs> let's be real. But um, I, I'm actually – I got tickets to the Olympics – so my vacation time is going to be really limited next year. So most likely, if I was to do one of them, I would probably end up doing the stadium series just because I have friends in most of the major cities that they end up having. So that kind of saves me on travel costs and needing a hotel and stuff. Um, and I just kind of like the shorter stuff. But I, I would like to do a U.S. series, but realistically, it all depends on how much vacation time I have and how, how my budget's working out then. Are you going to the summer or winter games? Summer, Tokyo. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I so short story. They ended up going on sale like a month ago to U.S. people. They were available to citizens of Japan and some other nearby countries for maybe a month in advance. And then there was like a queue. They're like, "All right, ent- enter the queue." I loaded the tab in the background like at eleven thirty. They went on sale at twelve. I was number like one eleven. At twelve o'clock on the dot, there were over thirty thousand people in line, and they sold out like less than ten minutes after I got it. I got so lucky. Almost every single event previous prior to that was already sold out. So I got like I got a couple of actually pretty solid events, but I was messaging like Bracken and Yancey and I'm like, hey, wh- which one? You know, these are my five favorites. They're like, oh yeah, I'd go this one first, and then you should probably buy this one. All and there were like none of those available. So I was like, I'm taking whatever I get and I'm going. So can't you I'm, just go to StubHub? Yeah, and pay like four thousand dollars on the aftermarket. No thanks. <laughs> I got I got these for like they were like seventy five bucks each. Um, I mean, it's more for the experience, and I'm gonna use airline miles to get over there. So I don't have to really worry about the out-of-pocket costs, but it's still like really limited uh, amount of selection available at the time. All right, dude, I got my brain. Yep. St- honestly, is like literally shutting down. We got to go. <laughs> That's fine. Cool. Uh, just real quick. Lynn, uh, did, were you going to pick Alvin or Johnny for the win? I'm not telling you. You have to, you said you publicly revealed your top three earlier today and you said you'd make change. You'd announce it after you fixed it, knowing that Johnny's in there. Oh, Alvin is going to win. Okay. All right. We're in agreement with that. And then Johnny second. So not cool. on my picks, but okay. All right, we'll see it. And so will the world when I make your picks and mine publicly available after Tahoe. All right, dude, I got to go. I'm done. All right, see you, Matt. Okay, bye. All righty, that's Jack's picks. That's my picks, sort of. Go make yours. Make yourself known. Brag. Brag to all your friends that you picked the fucking winner. That you pulled a rabbit out of a hat and said, you know what? This is who I think is going to win. This is who I think is going to be seventh. Go do it. Thank you, as always, for your support for me and for this program and for making my obstacle dreams come true. I don't know why I said that. I've had a lot of coffee. I will see you guys in Tahoe, okay? Say hi to me. Love you, miss you, mean it. I've got to run.